Good evening and welcome to From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Today's guest is Miss Monique A.J. Smith. Miss Monique, what are your thoughts on women leaders in sports? They, as the kids will say, they're on the come up. Uh, I'm excited about this year's Celebration Bowl. My mentee, uh, Tiffany Seitz, is the athletic director of Florida A&M. They won their very first SWAC championship and will represent the SWAC at the Celebration Bowl. That's a perfect example. She's in her 40s. I've known her since she was a student athlete at Virginia State on the volleyball team. She was a leader then and she's a leader now. Yes, ma'am. And Ms. Monique, uh, there are some proposed changes uh, in the NCAA came out with uh, from uh, President Charlie Baker um, about scholarships and NIL equity. What are your thoughts? Well, when the, um, this new idea came about, that was my focus all along. Not necessarily about the scholarships, just about the socialization of women. Most of the time, women wait to be asked to the dance whereas men will just go and get it. And so that was my concern. And it was brought to me from a student athlete who asked me, why do women treat it differently? So when I had that peak of interest, I said, we need to make sure that although it may be traditionally okay to go for the ask for men, we've got to be able to find a easier path for women to be able to get the same. These and more topics on From the 80s View. Let's get it. Welcome back to the show. Um, before I get started, uh, I'd like to give honor to God because without him, None of the things that I do in life would be possible. Um, now let's bring back our special guest, Miss Monique A.J. Smith. Miss Monique, you have been in athletics, in leadership in athletics for over 30 years. Um, you hire education leadership strategist. You're a publisher. Um, you're the founder of Seeds of Empowerment. We want to welcome you to the show. But Miss Monique, tell us, you know, briefly a little bit about your journey um, and what you've done, because I call you a pioneer uh, on the women's side for uh, athletics and, you know, a staple in what is going on for our young women today in athletics. So can you briefly tell our, our audience a little bit about um, your journey? I'd be glad to, Dr. Brown. Um, I began um, as an intern with the CIAA, which is Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association, in 1988. And I saw the very first president of the CIAA, which was P. Laverne Sweat. At the time, she was a coach and administrator at Hampton University, and she was a president of the conference. And I walked around as an intern, and I said, I want to do what she's doing. So my first job straight out of college was a um, sports information director at St. Paul's College located in Lawrenceville, Virginia. My first boss was the athletic director, Jeanette A. Lee. 
Jeanette A. Lee was the very first female athletic director for the CIAA. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so I began at 22 years old. Um, at 28, I became an interim athletic director at St. Paul's College. I'm now 56, so I've got a couple of experiences. I yes, did uh, compliance at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, and then I worked for the CIAA for 13 years. And I've been a full-time consultant for 10 for athletic departments, uh, sport organization, individuals who wish to advance in athletic administration or sports management careers. Well, that is a storied um, journey, right? Because uh, you're not done, Miss Monique. You you are still um, lending your uh, your knowledge and your experiences to um, uh, young people and particularly young women. And uh, I'm so proud to have you as a guest on the show. Um, let me ask you uh, this, Miss Monique. Uh, as we talk about uh, women leaders in sports, how far have women come as leaders in athletics, Miss Monique? Well, you heard me mention um, seeing uh, P. Laverne Sweat and working for the first female athletic director. And this was 1990. Um, the internship was in 1988. Um, and so the first thing I like to say is that uh, we saw very few of us. Yes, ma'am. And you could actually, you know, pick on your finger. Mm-hmm. And so now uh, it's a beautiful thing. I went to women leaders in, um, in college sports uh, this past October, and I saw so many women of color uh, that, that just warmed my heart. So where we've come from is at first having a few people that we know we can see and cut the pictures out and put on our wall, which is what I did, to having a a vast number of women to be able to represent. And so this is what we see. We see Alfreda Golf. Mama Golf. Who was one of the very first ones. She and I were athletic directors in the conference office together. CIAA. She was at Virginia State. I was at St. Paul's. She actually guided me. She would throw me out there. She'll put me on committees. I was on NCA committees. I was on national committees. And I was like, but she saw potential. Yes, ma'am. The part is what she likes to say is that, um, you know, each one reach one and teach mm-hmm. one. And so this is where the point is, is that it's not just one anymore. Now we can go and reach many. And like I was speaking about in the uh, promo was uh, um, Tiffany Sykes, athletic director of Florida A&M. Yes, ma'am. had her as the very first female football PA announcer. Wow. That is unbelievable. And, you know, Mama Golf, uh, to tell a story about her, um, I was at the NAGDA conference in 2011 and uh, her son and I, Anton, uh, are are close. He mentors me. And she treated me just like, you know, a son when I was there and asking me, you know, uh, young man, you know, what are your thoughts? What are your dreams? How do you want uh, this to look in, in five to 10 to 15? So Mama Golf is somebody that is also special to me. And as we talk about that, we talk about professional development. Miss Monique, what types of professional development uh, approaches would you um, suggest for aspiring women um, that want to grow in athletics? 
Well, before we go there, I want to just show you this too. You talk about how far we come. So here is our freedom myself, right? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay. All right. And here is the new athletic director, Florida Email. Right. Yes, ma'am. That's where we've come. You see? The yes, ma'am. We're talking about 2023, and our and I were athletic directors in in 1996 together. Right. So it's a beautiful thing. It and the part about professional development, you got to invest in yourself. You know. So if your institution uh, will not supply you funds to join different organizations, you need to be able to do that yourself. Um, I did that. Um, and my first, my first, uh, my major was mass media. So I remember going to my convention when I was in college, when I paid for it with my own money that I made that summer. Mm-hmm. And my roommate was somebody I did not know. So there are scholarships out there. You, you spoke about NACTA. Um, and community is important. So, because you get a chance to see what you can be and you need to be able to look at a vast. And that's why I did this magazine is significance in athletics and sports so that you can see other women of color. And of course the podcast I've had, I've had for 10 years and it does cover the different career paths of the different. I mean, we're talking about sports sociology uh, we got mental health, we got athletic trainers, we got physical, physical therapists, you know, all of these different careers, not alone, SID compliance, facilities, um, all of these things that you don't even know that you can go into that path. Most time I see women that want to be an athletic trainer because they think that's what they see, but they have no idea about the marketing arm, about yes, the fundraising arm. Um, about the student athlete development, which back in the day was called life skills. You know, I'm sure we're gonna have a name change again. Yes, and ma'am. We're gonna talk about name, image, and likeness. I took a whole class. I said, forget the whole syllabus. <laughs> I said, you're gonna take one school and you're gonna learn how they are carrying it out. And then I want you to do an assessment based on what I teach you this semester what is missing and then you're gonna know how to present yourself as a person that can help that institution absolutely absolutely and as you were just uh speaking about uh different opportunities for uh development you know uh moa is one that you know i've been affiliated with uh nagda is one look at that Uh, talk about that a little bit miss monique talk about that 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 young woman that pioneer that that queen on that uh, cover of that magazine real quick. Well, this is Dr. Renee Miles Payne, who happens to be director of athletics for Fort Valley State University and the new president of MOA. So here we go. Here we see the MOA symbol. Yes, and she ma'am. talks about her vision for um, MOA in this magazine. And so this is, and I've known uh, Renee for some time now, mm-hmm. but but her whole thing is about being known, because the day of just doing a good job and hold your head down are over. Right, you got to look. You got to be embracing visibility, and that's what the magazine I give expert marketing uh, sessions. Basically, what is it that you have done at your institution? What problem have you solved? And at more than one place, because guess what? 
with whatever steps you take to solve it, that's your intellectual property. Yes, ma'am. In your head. So that right there can be monetized because if you fix it at one institution, you can become a consultant for another. Yes, ma'am. And uh, the last question on this particular topic, Miss Monique, is um, how did your mentors encourage your career path? Well, let's just say encouragement is not the word. I've I've learned this new term, voluntold. Okay? voluntold. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about Alfreda. I got to give her props again. You know, this was a mentor who actually put me on my very first NCA committee, and I didn't even know it. I got these box of binders. I was on the very first Division II nominating committee that established Division II committees. Because we just federated. That was 1997. And so she said, well, since you have an SID background, you know how to select individuals. And I was like, oh, okay. Did not know what's the best thing because I got a, a big version of the NCA. You know, yes, what we're talking about in the conference office and how it relates. And from there, I served on several. And so uh, speaking of organization, women leaders in college sports, I was on the nominating committee. I nominated Alfreda to be the president. Alfreda put me on the nominated, put me on the uh, awards committee. So that was cool. You know, I can plan, you know, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. You no, know, she said, you have to be the MC of the program. I said, I don't talk. I plan. I write scripts. <laughs> she said, you will do it. So yes, that's what my mentors did. They didn't, they didn't encourage. They well, I've been told. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Ms. Monique, stay with us. Um, I have to take a, a short break, right? Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, figure out what we're going to talk about in the second segment of uh, of the show. You're watching From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. We'll be right back after this short break. Water. It's everywhere. We drink it. We bathe with it. We cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water. Animals drink it. And fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back to the show. 
Um, we are uh, talking with a great guest, but before we get back to uh, Miss Monique A.J. Smith, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about my book and ask you to purchase the book, How Black Men Overcome Racial Barriers and the Status Quo in NCAA Institutions. It's a narrative inquiry, and the focus of the book is to understand how African-American men achieve leadership uh, roles in Power Five institutions. Um, there were three themes that came out of uh, the study. Um, the benefits of role models, the role model expectations, and perceived barriers. Um, it was a pleasure doing the work uh, with uh, some of the individuals that helped me along with it when I did the semi-structured interviews. And if you'd like to learn more about that journey, uh, about the things that um, those individuals talked about that rose to high levels in Power Five institutions, get the book. And you can get this book on Amazon.com. Uh, it's in paperback. It's in hardback. You, If you want to do it audible, you can do it audible as well. Um, if you'd like to see past episodes of my podcast, go to my website, cedricmbrown.org. Um, you can click on a button in there. You can see as many of the former podcasts, past the past episodes of the podcast that you would like. If you'd like to learn more about professional services that I provide, uh, also go to cedricmbrown.org. Click on that button. It'll pull down uh, many of the services that are provided uh, for student athletes, for individuals. Um, I do guest speaking. Uh, just go to uh, that uh, that website. And the last thing, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, love to have you. Uh, or if you know someone that would like to be a guest on the show, have them go to cedricmbrown.org and send me an email. And then uh, we can get together and we can talk about it. Uh, I'd love to get more thoughts and uh, more views from uh, from professionals and, and individuals out there. And just go to CedricMBrown.org. Um, our show is on Sunday evenings at 640 Central, 740 Eastern. A little change. 640 Central, 740 Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so let's bring back our special guest, Miss Monique A.J. Smith. Miss Monique, we've uh, we've talked about um, a lot of uh, opportunities for individuals, specifically women, uh, in this male-dominated uh, industry, big business. Um, recently, the president of the NCAA came out with a propose a proposal that he would like to see in 2425 and basically what he was talking about is more resources for student athletes more uh money for student athletes um you know making sure that if you give a student athlete um uh athletically rated aid that you are really tied to that student until matriculation, uh, talking about some um, uh, insurance 
opportunities for student athletes, because if they get injured, we want to make sure that they're taken care of. But the one thing that really stuck with me in regards to you, Miss Monique, is the NIL equity that he wants to put a microscope on and a focus on and highlight on. What do you think about that proposal and making sure that our star women athletes are getting the same dollar that their brothers are getting on that NIL with those collectives um, and potential uh, earnings for student athletes? Well, let's just talk about Title IX in general. Yes, ma'am. When we talked about boosters, when you looked at boosters in the athletic department, and traditionally people gave to the footballs and the basketballs, Mm -hmm. they were around longer. And so um, just because you have a booster club who wants to give X amount of money to the women, to the men's program, the institution is responsible for making it equitable, not equal. Okay. And so I knew this was going to happen just because you have people have an interest that want to have the star quarterback you're going to have to create a atmosphere for someone to want the setter from the volleyball team. Absolutely. You're going to have to educate the collectives. You're going to have to educate the boosters that although you feel like you a, a private entity, if you really want to help us, you got to be able to understand you got to get to this pot as well. So as usual, it's going to have to be some education that that happens with that at the same time you have got to be able to help the socialization of how women um there's something to be said about uh, social media in comparison mm-hmm. and so women have to be able to take it as a game of let me show you i'm in the marketplace and not just for acceptance See, that's where we get into the problem with, with the socialization, uh, waiting to be accepted. Yes, ma'am. And so if we're going to teach the marketing of it, we have to be able to say you're already a brand. And you and those, I mean, like Ms. Reese is a perfect example. She does not have any confidence issues. You see? However, some people will say, oh, that's just too much. And that's where we stop. There's, there's that mindset. I want this to be seen as a good girl. I do not want to be brash. I, we have got to be able to say this is not about this is business. This is about your brand. You have something to offer. Even if you just look at you look at me right now. These are glasses. Where did I buy the glasses from? You see, if I'm saying we can get them to see that that you don't have to wait for a brand to fall into your lap. You already have it. And so that right there will assist. But if you look at it, most women have more brands to be able to, to promote. It's just that they never even thought of it like that. Yes, ma'am. Well, I, you know, Miss Monique, it's, it's funny that you use Angel Reese as uh, one of the the uh, complimentary examples mm-hmm. because Caitlin Clark in the game last year when LSU uh, defeated Iowa. Angel Reese in her 
in her own self, you know, her her confident self, you know, she was like, hey, you know, we 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 got this ring. We can get this ring. Right. Or, or and the, no, no, you she, can't she, you she, can't you can't she, see she, me. She, right. And Caitlin in in all of her thoughtfulness came on and said, well, well, hold on. Why would you, you know, say anything bad about Angel Reese or anything? She's just being the competitor that she is because at when uh Caitlin Clark did it the the week before or in a tournament game before, we didn't have the, you know, the you know uproar about it, about like you said, the brashness and things like that. It's just Angel Reese being who she is. So how do we um prepare our women for um to understand that they are that brand that they do have you know um uh qualities to monetize and uh and make themselves you know independent and you know from a financial standpoint things like that how do we go about that well you know it's interesting you say that because the same process i take with these women in this magazine Mm -hmm. same expert marketing you are expert in something now even if you have a brand you're an expert because you picked it out you know, mm-hmm. what made you pick out a certain a certain item? And so that's the same thing. You had to build the confidence to be able to say, this is who you are. And I all, I've always said this. If you're an athlete, you're the man, you're the woman on campus, you have a platform, what are you going to do with it? And so you have to own your platform. And I think that's the difference. It's very similar to the NFL, you know, it was said, you know, when we when they when they did the uh, the pink days, you know, celebrating um, those who have been victorious over breast cancer. Yes, ma'am. And so, but the question was, you didn't ask us what were our personal social causes. You get it, you get upset with Kaepernick, but that is his personal cause. So now we have the cleats. So the same thing with the student athletes. Must we? collectively go as a team to go read to the kids. All right. But you know, now you as an athlete, what book did you read as a kid? And you can actually say, read it to the kids yourself. Now, you know, these are the things you have autonomy. Just go ahead and use your platform for what you believe. And when you do that, these children today, when you get a chance to listen to what's important to them, they will be able to embrace that they have their own platform. And and that is so telling, uh, as you say that, Miss Monique. And when you talk about having a voice, right? And and today's student athlete is not like when I was in school in the you know the mid mid eighties, uh, late eighties uh, into the nineties. But mental health is something that you spoke about earlier, and mental health is such a prevalent um, topic that is not often um, taken into consideration the way that it needs to be. How can we help them as they start to um, try to uh, understand their brand and then understand some of the emotions and some of the things that they go through? what can you say about that, Miss Monique, uh, about that mental health piece with student athletes? Well, 
let's be honest, social media is made to trigger things in individuals to make a purchase. Yes, ma'am. So we have to educate the marketing of what social media does. So where they have an understanding that it's like, it's just like fire. It can be used for good or bad. You have Mm -hmm. got to understand the uses of it and be able to use it to your platform and need. And so because social media has a psychological point to it, the ping has something. You cannot walk away because you got a ping. You know, knowing that, then you can be able to say, I'm aware, awareness, all leaders, the very first step with leadership is self-awareness. If you know this is what's happening, then you can decide whether to use it for your good or your bad. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I I appreciate that insight, uh, Ms. Monique. And uh, as as I I follow you on LinkedIn and some of the amazing things that you're doing and, you know, with the magazine significance, um, I just, you know, you sent it to me and and I I, I looked at it and and I'm going to go ahead and get uh, the the magazine sent to me. Um, So I will do that. But before we leave, I always ask my guests this one thing, Miss Monique. Um, what does faith or spiritualness or spirituality mean to you, Miss Monique? Well, you spoke about mental health. And so uh, for me, uh, I try to control my intake. And so I don't watch anything like uh, the reality TV shows, do not. Um, but I listen to gospel music because I'm telling you, when you are intentional about what the earworms are going into your head, mm-hmm. that's what plays into your head constantly. And you you said about faith. I don't know. I, I love to go to um, my Amazon music and be able to just click an artist and mm-hmm. listen to the whole album. And I just happened to do that with, um, with Yolanda Adams like yesterday. And uh, there was one a song that came out in 93 and about your faith. Mm. And so to me, uh, look, and I've been doing that for years, especially when athletics has so many moving parts. It does settle you. Yes, ma'am. It does settle you. And so um, I don't need to bring out more products, but I talk about mental health and faith Um in a chapter that I wrote, Public Figure Mass, Exit Stage Left, I thought it was important to be able to um, discuss um, for high achievers, depression looks different. Yes, And, and uh, the pressures of being a first, it, I didn't even recognize I was putting pressure on myself. Yes, ma'am. And so I can tell now when administrators are getting to that point and the joke around, which is, it's a funny joke, but it's a truth joke. Has she sent you to therapy yet? And so I'm saying, we talk about the student athletes, but I'm also saying administrators, because with your administrator, you are dealing with personalities, you're managing people. And uh, you got to be able to go to a place to be able to dump because you've been carrying a load. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate that. Ms. Monique. And Ms. Monique, if uh, individuals would like to get in contact with you, you're on LinkedIn, correct? Yes, yes. I like to I like to talk there first. 
Okay. Your own LinkedIn so they can get in contact with Miss Monique AJ Smith on LinkedIn. But also, Miss Monique, you have a store with uh seeds of empowerment, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And uh we have it on the we have it on there so you can get in contact with her on seeds of uh at if you want to get products from her on seeds of empowerment store.com. And then also you wrote a book, right? Yes. Miss Monique, you wrote a book. And then that book, you can get it at www.publicfiguremask.com. And uh, Miss Monique, this has been such a pleasure and an honor. And uh, I thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Brown. Yes, ma'am. So as we close the show, I just like to, like I said before, thank Miss Monique for being a part of the show. You, if you would like to see more of the episodes, you can uh, go to my YouTube page at Dr. Cedric M. Brown. That's my YouTube page. You can catch me there. Or like I said before, you can uh, uh, go to my webpage at cmbrown.org. See Cedric M. Brown, excuse me, Cedric M. Brown.org. Or you can go to my YouTube page, which is Dr. Cedric M. Brown. Uh, or you can go to www.youtube.com forward slash at from the AD's view. And this has been a special night for us. We've had some great insight from Miss Monique A.J. Smith. And uh, I just thank you all for listening and viewing. And if there's anything that we else is anything else that we can do for you, just get in contact me at get in contact with me at cedricmbrown.org. Good night and God bless. <laughs>